Project Passion, the podcast made to inspire you to follow your passion and turn it into a successful business or career. My name is Joy Thompson and this week I'm joined by Cleveland Hughes. He is the head coach of Mayweather Boxing and Fitness in Chicago River North and he's also the founder of the Healing Mitch Boxing Training System which is made to help people heal through boxing. Do remember guys, if this is your first time coming up to the channel and you do enjoy the content, go down to there hit the like button, hit subscribe, turn the notification bell on so you never miss an episode. This is going to be a good one, guys. Make sure you stick around and let's get into it. How are you coming on the show today? Cleveland, man, how's it going? How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, well, look, I know obviously in the introduction there, I kind of give people a general idea about you, but do you want to kind of hit people with your sort of elevator pitch, who you are, what you do, where are you from? Sure. Um, well, I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area in California, but I actually live in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I own a gym up in Evanston, and I'm the head coach over at the Mayweather uh, Boxing and Fitness in River North. And I basically help people fight anxiety, stress, and depression through the sport of boxing. And I got started boxing because of my own fight with uh, mental health illness. And uh, that's my little short spiel. I'm sure we're going to dive a little deeper. So I know before obviously we jumped on here to record, I did say to you that I'd seen online you didn't start boxing until later in life. Is that right? Or was there any time when you were a teenager or a younger child you had done boxing? Well, no. Uh, I, I had always had an interest in boxing, um, but my parents, you know, didn't really think it was that great of an idea. Um, there was actually a boxing gym in like uh, within walking distance from where we lived. And, you know, there was never like, a conversation about me getting into boxing. So, um, yeah, I did start. I started boxing uh, when I was, uh, I think, 19. Was there a plan before then? Because obviously before then you would have went to school, you would have had an idea where you wanted to go for a career, for a job. Was it vastly different to being a coach in boxing? Uh, well, I mean... Uh, when I was growing up, I always had dreams of being a professional athlete. Um, and I, I wanted to either play professional uh, basketball or professional football. And unfortunately, I didn't grow. <laughs> I didn't grow enough. I wasn't big enough. Like, you know, the, the truth of the matter is, is by the time you're, you know, a, a freshman in high school, you probably know you're on the pro track. You know, you've already got coaches and scouts and things talking to you about the pros, and I didn't have that. So um, after high school, I didn't really know what it was that I was going to do. Have you ever fought competitively, or do you coach for the physical fitness, mental health side of it, or were you, have you done any competitive fighting up to this point? Uh, both. 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 Yeah, so I've, I've done I've done competition and uh, planning on doing some more competition here uh, later on this year, hopefully. Um, and yes, I, I coach for the, the physical side and then also coach uh, people for competition as well. Okay, okay. So obviously, as we said, you're the head coach down there at Mayweather Boxing and Fitness, uh, Chicago River North. And if anyone wants to go, obviously, uh, your social media handle will be on the screen. Go down and check his social media platform out. Um, and you have a lot of content on there, people training, workouts you do. Uh, what are you guys getting up to down there? Uh, you know, um, the, you know the, Mayweather, uh, the Mayweather and fit, Boxing and Fitness brand is 
is fairly new as a service that is being offered. You know, obviously the Mayweather name is huge and has been huge in the sport of boxing. I don't know, probably about 20 years or so, or maybe even more. Uh, well, we could say more because it probably goes back, you know, to, you know, it's Floyd Sr. and Roger. Yeah. So, I mean, they've, they've got this long lineage. And um, basically what um, we do at the Mayweather and Boxing, boxing and Fitness Gym is we uh, use, uh, we don't, and sometimes you hear, it, sometimes you would hear it being sold as Floyd's training routine. Um, but I don't think there is an average Joe that is going to be able to withstand the training of a Floyd Mayweather. So no. I would consider it a water, uh, a, a, not watered down, but a, uh, brought down to yeah. everyday people for everyday people. Um, some of the things Floyd does in his training, uh, we've made that available for everyday people. Right. And you're obviously the head coach. Are you the owner of that gym as well? Because I believe it is a franchise, isn't it? The Mayweather gyms. It is a franchise, and I am not the owner there. I don't have I don't have those kind those kind that kind of collateral yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> it's quite a. I, I imagine that it was, it's it's extremely expensive to buy into the franchise. Mm -hmm. But um, I do work very closely with the owner. Um, I'm, I, I imagine I, I I in my mind I'm her right hand person when it comes yeah. to anything that we do in that gym. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm just working there as the head coach right now. And how did you get started there? Was that were you there before you went off and done your own thing, or did you then get your know, headhunter, for example, to come in and work for that gym? Well, um, I I've always been I've always ever since I started training a long time ago, I've always had like my own training. Like I've always trained my own clients, I always found my own clients and such. And um, the owner of the Mayweather gym, she is also a trainer. Right. And so she, me and her, we worked together at another gym and, you know, she came to me once and said, Hey, I need to work on my boxing a little bit more because I'm getting ready to open up this, uh, this, uh, Mayweather gym. And, you know, I need to have my speed and I got to look good when I'm, when I'm doing this boxing thing. So she came to train with me for a few sessions here. And then later on she transitioned and said, Hey, I can use your help. And I was like, all right, cool, great. I can help you. I can help you. So I uh, went, went about it and started helping her. That's awesome. That's awesome. And is it sort of, I know it's um, quite high intensity work that you guys do. Um, is it sort of combat head boxer size based exercise that you guys are doing? Uh, yeah, I would, I would say that is the, the, the words that you would use. Yeah. Cause it's a, yeah, what we have, what we call it is box circuit hit and box circuit power and championship boxing. So yes, it's, it, it is uh, boxing based off, based off of a three minute round. Um, but there is, you know, there's heavy bags, there's skill mills. Uh, so it's basically a treadmill that's built for sprinting. Um, there's exercises, there's battle ropes. It's like, it's like a boot camp on steroids, Hardcore, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty high intensity. And this is probably going to sound like a very stupid question, but I know at least one person is going to be thinking it while listening. Does Floyd Mayweather attend the gym at any point? Uh, up to this point, Floyd Mayweather has not walked through our doors. Um, but it's, I believe it's on his to-do list to be, to go to all of the locations and meet the staff and, you know, do a whole, you know, cause you know, Floyd comes to town, yeah. everybody wants to come out. So it's yeah. just like a huge push 
on the business. So um, I mean, he's a very busy because of, man. He doesn't exactly he's have very good time. busy. Yeah, but you know, it, it, I think if it wasn't for you know the whole COVID nineteen thing, uh, he would have been in our gym sooner. But I think he would probably be coming out uh, later on. Yeah, of course. So another sort of aspect of your business um, and your boxing is the Healing Mitts Intentional Boxing Training System. Do you want to tell us about that there as well? Yeah, so Healing Mitts is my own personal brand and my own personal system that I developed. I developed over the course of the last, I don't know, I started boxing in 2009 and the system was born in 2019. So over 10 years the lessons that I learned in boxing beyond just like, you know, like how to throw a jab, how to throw a hook, the mental side of boxing and how I ultimately became the guy that I am through, you know, because I had a lot of issues uh, early on with depression, anxiety, stress, uh, not being able to really control my emotions the way I wanted to. Um, boxing gave me all those tools uh, to do so. And basically what ended up happening is, is uh, probably, I think in 2018, uh, I moved to Chicago and I wanted to be a full-time boxing coach. And, you know, when you start a new chapter and obviously I got coach boxing before, but it wasn't like my full-time focus. I, I started asking people, well, why do you box? What is it? Why would you want to come to a boxing gym and pay me money to train? And for the most part, most people came back with an answer that sounded like something like, oh, man, I've been really depressed or I'm extremely anxious or I'm really stressed out at work. I'm going through a divorce. Something was something he heavily weighing something weighing heavily on them mentally. And so I was like, well, maybe I'm doing this. Maybe I don't have the right approach, because if that's what my if that's what my clients need, they need, they need a therapeutic workout. Well, what can I do to make it more therapeutic? And so that's where the Healing Mitts Intentional Boxing Training System was born. It was born on the uh, idea, on the, the, not the idea, the question of what about boxing is uh, therapeutic. And I found it to be four things. And I created a system around those four lessons um, that I teach to people every day. And I hope, that some of them do experience it outside of the gym. Like the things that we practice in the gym helps them outside of the gym for the most part. And um, yeah, so it, it turned out to be a whole, it's a whole movement, you know, of people coming to me because they're stressed out and anxious and I'm um, helping them feel better through the sport of boxing. That's incredible, man. That's incredible. Um, and I know I did see on your website, that is something else you guys talk a lot about that it is more of um it's a fitness program as well but it's also a sort of a philosophy um and the goal is healing through boxing and developing yourself getting better through the sport and the act of boxing yes yes um learning the lessons that you know world champions go through you know like what does it mean like you know what kind of mental preparation do you need in order to get in the ring and do a professional fight? Like what level of focus, you know, how, how, what level of managing anxiety, what level of confidence do you need to do something so dangerous, you know? And, and that's, and that's what it, and that's what it's all about is delivering those lessons to people, to everyday people. So they can too, you know, live their life like a champion. That's incredible. And obviously you're trying to make this as accessible as possible through your website. You have classes, you have virtual classes, 
people can even buy memberships for online content you do special events you're, you're you're really getting out there you know you're trying to reach as many people as possible it's obvious is there a certain market that's best so obviously you know you work in both you work in the male side which is very heavy fitness based then you work in this side which is people more interested for the mental health benefit is there one of those that actually has more of a draw for the common person i think that i think that um i think that people do it for the same reason regardless if they're going to mayweather or if they're coming to me i think that for the most part people are doing it because they they live up here and they want to get out of it because if they really just wanted a to just get fit there is a thousand different ways to go about it and usually if the la the first place people go is to more like a you know like a boot camp or you know um, a, a more traditional fitness program with nutrition and all those other things. Um, but people that got stuff going up here, going on up here, and they really need to quiet it, uh, they, they go to do something more intense like CrossFit or boxing, something that gets their, that gets them out of their head kind of thing. So the general, the most of the people who are coming to me are, are looking, are, are looking for some sort of mental health benefit. And this is something you're trying to develop. I know from seeing your content you post on social media, you're trying to build a team around this healing mix. You're getting um over, it's not psychiatrists, it's psychotherapists, I think it was. You're, and trying to build the brand up, isn't it? Yeah, to totally. And um, I don't know if I have any, I, I think I do have, uh, I don't think I have a psychiatrist on the team yet, but I have multiple therapists, multiple social workers, I have uh, a doctor and, you know, I, I have a bunch of different uh, mental health professionals to work with um, because when you're dealing with such a population, you're bound to run into somebody that is outside of your scope of practice. You know, I am not a therapist and I'm not a doctor, even though I can facilitate people with anxiety and depression and stress. Um, through a workout doesn't mean that if they need more help that that this is the answer because it's not it's a step on the road but it's not the end all be all when it comes to this uh mental health thing most people need to be seeing somebody to help them uh cope in other ways as well yeah and you currently have one location do you that you have an actual gym class set up yes i have one location right now Nice. And you do have plans to expand that, I assume, keep growing your brand, grow your reach and go out there and help as many people as possible. Yes, yes. And I, I, I don't particularly want to own all the locations. What I want to do is I want to make the program available at already existing gyms. Amazing. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And you obviously developed this yourself. Is there been any point where you've had to kind of go in, obviously now meeting all these new people that you're bringing into your team, where you kind of go in and develop certain elements of your course and certain teaching parts that you see from going over time that can give better impact or can actually be changed and do better? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's always the this this is an ever a ever evolving thing, and I think that what's happening over time is there's more details. Um, I think I, I spent a lot of time figuring out these four principles and I couldn't, I don't know if I can expand too much further beyond the four principles, um, but uh, working with these therapists and, you know, I'm using them as, 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 as supervision slash consultants. 
And, and so they're, they're helping me educate myself and help, helping me educate my future trainers. Yeah. And do you have other people working for you other than yourself being the main practitioner? Is there anyone else that is running these workouts and doing the physical side along with you? I'm very close, very, very close uh, to having um, having more coaches offering the program uh, in different areas here in the United States. Um, I'm, I'm basically a few day, a few weeks away from my first certification workshop where I'm going to go and teach, um, you know, uh, 10 trainers in different cities, some here in Chicago, some in different areas uh, about the program. And then we're going to start trying to, you know, get deals with gyms so that we can run the program out of there and, you know, help more people. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And I know, obviously, everyone on the web will listen in, with COVID obviously being such a prominent thing last year, year and a half, mental health now is coming a lot more into the picture. A lot more people are talking about the effects of lockdown and the actual pandemic itself. I mean, especially here in Britain, in the UK, um, the effects of the lockdowns that we have over here in the tier systems on mental health is detrimental to the country more than anything else that could be happening. And I think a lot, and obviously, uh, I own a digital marketing agency, so my clients are in the martial arts industry. So even seeing it myself, there is such an uptrend in it. Do you think that in time now more people are going to say, right, we need fitness is the answer to mental health problems, or at least a very good way of dealing with it, if not being the full answer? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a huge stigma around this mental health thing and everyone experiencing it now. And starting to have this more awareness that like, oh man, maybe I should have listened to my friend that was saying they were anxious because now they're experiencing anxiety. And now, oh, maybe I should have listened to my friend that said uh, they, they were depressed. And, you know, um, so I think that, I think that awareness is coming to a level where um, it's kind of, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool to go to therapy and it's going to be cool to say I'm anxious and I'm, I'm managing my mental health. Um, <clears throat> and I think over time, that's that's going to be the major change, and I think it's great, even though it's the the process of the pain that we had to go through as a planet, as a species, because it wasn't you know it, it's affecting you in the UK and the United States and almost everywhere else. You know, um, I think that we'll we're we're going to go to another another level when it comes to awareness and how we deal with our mental health issues. Another message, and I like that it is. It's it's the message of mental health, but also from what would typically be described as seen as a very masculine alpha sport and sort of industry. And um, I mean, we talked about this back in episode fourteen uh, with Ben Ross when we had the men's mental health special episode, and we both talked about mental health stories and and talked about mainly the stigma around men and talking about mental health and it's fantastic that I mean it's kind of weird because I think a lot of guys without realizing do do sort of combat sports and things that got there for their anxiety and their stress without realizing it and being able to sort of accept themselves that's the reason behind it and i like that a lot more people now are seeing that it is kind of just it's just kind of a part of life and it's just kind of something you need to deal with when it comes up and that these can be outlets and you can find sensible smart outlets for the anger aggression anxiety stress yeah for sure and i think that you know especially with men but i think that with people in general there's like there's almost like a, what's the word? It's, it's people don't necessarily have a place where they're allowed to be angry or aggressive. It's not necessarily socially, socially acceptable. Like if you see somebody 
you know, really angry out and they're like screaming, like you almost want to turn and walk away because it's not something that's socially acceptable. What, what my program does, what boxing does, what fitness does, what, you know, people like myself, you know, cause I'm not the only one out there with this message. They give you a safe space to express your emotions because it's a part of us. Anger is a part of us. Aggression is a part of us. If we weren't, if we weren't aggressive, then we would have never uh, became the top of the food chain the way that we are. You know what I mean? We wouldn't have developed technologies and developed, you know, all these different things that we did if it wasn't for aggression. Um, and what we need is balance. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know sometimes there's the argument among some people, the combat sports for teens or younger men, boys, is a bad thing. It encourages aggression and violence and fighting. But then you have the whole flip side of people that have actually maybe done a martial arts class, maybe been to a boxing session and see the difference. It's, and I think what the problem is, I think don't, people don't realize it, is it's a lot of controlled aggression. Like when you talk about aggression and letting out your anger, it's not just haymakering someone and just going wheeling in. It is controlled aggression. It's finding a funnel for releasing it correctly. Yeah, I mean, it's an art, you know? If you if you really think, like, if you think about it, that one of the most famous martial artists that most people know would be Bruce Lee. And, you know, it's like, it, it did, and think about Bruce Lee's temperament. You know, he was very, you know, Zen-like and, you know, I mean, he, he made it very clear that, you know, if you, if you'd step to him and you, you would be destroyed. <laughs> but at the same time, it was a controlled aggression. Like um, there's this thing um, called a uh, rage room. I don't know if you ever heard of them. But it's basically like a place where you're you, you go in and you just break things. Oh, you can like hurl plates and like smash yeah, stuff. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, sick. And psychologists found that this is not good because it's blind aggression and it's it's no good. Um, but the same reason why anger rooms don't work is the same reason why um, combat sports do because you start to you be you become to a new level of awareness. You know what I mean? And it's, it's an art, it's an art form. You know, you don't just go, like you said, you don't just go in there and haymaker. You know, you go in there very tactfully and you learn how to, I mean, cause the truth of the matter is, is anger doesn't serve you in the ring. You know, it doesn't serve you in those situations. It actually makes you more vulnerable than it, um, you know, it doesn't give you more advantages and takes it away. So you learn not to lead with aggression. You learn how to lead with, uh, with finesse you know, um, with a, what I call relaxed intensity, you know? That's it. And this is obviously all stuff you train in your program. Um, and it is obviously, is, is there a big difference? I'm not going to say there is, cause I've never just asked, is there a big difference between what you train in your training system and what typical boxers would train? Is there a difference or is it a case of it's the same sort of actions, but a different story and a different teaching coming with the action? Um, it's, the most detailed right right yeah. it's there's more details in mm. what i teach okay. um and and it's more organized you know it's it, you know it, it, there's 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 different pieces of it that make a bigger a, a greater picture now essentially you know if you're training for competition these are all the lessons you need to learn in order to be ready for competition yeah. and all the masters of the sport they keep the secrets to themselves. 
Um, so it's me basically saying like, here, these are the things that I learned and these are the things that served me. And these are the things that will serve you as well. If you come into the sport with this intention, and that's why I call it intentional right. boxing training. So you teach it from your perspective of why you learned to box and what you got out of it, as opposed to how other people would teach their, like, or they would teach their mindset on it, as opposed to what you teach your mindset. That makes a lot more sense is in how people actually get a lot of benefit from what you teach and what you're putting out. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. And I'm, like I said, I learned these things from one of the, you know, masters. Um, you know, I just simplified it and I dissected it. You know, there was one of the things like I would like, here's an example. Um, you need to stay relaxed is something that you would hear from a coach. Relax, you know, you know, you got this, you know what I mean? And me, I treat, I teach the art of relaxed intensity. You know what I mean? I break down how to, how do you go from um, feeling like I'm really petrified of getting hit in the face to get into a part, a place where you're so relaxed that the punches don't hurt you, but you're not too relaxed to where you can't react and, you know, defend yourself intelligently. And so those are the, those are the differences that the, the communication of what it is that I want you to do is very clear and strategic. That's incredible. Wow. Um, so would you have any advice, then, sort of advice, tips for anyone that maybe has struggled with mental health is thinking about going and doing a combat sport, maybe thinking about taking up boxing, but maybe just doesn't, maybe hasn't just pulled the trigger yet, maybe hasn't getting across the line. Would be any advice for them to sort of push them to go and do it to sort of try and get the help for it? Um, yeah, and and this might this might not sound like the answer you thought you were going to get, but I suggest that those people go see a therapist first. Go, go, go talk to somebody about what's going on with you and, or go talk to your doctor and ask them if they think that it's a good idea for them to start something like that. Because it's, you know, it will help, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's not the tell-all be-all solution for everyone, you know what I mean? If you are just experiencing you know, normal levels of stress, anxiety, depression, yes, go box, it's gonna be great for you. But if you are on the clinical side of depression, you know, if you have anxiety disorder or, or something more serious, um, you know, this might not be the environment for you to just jump into. Yeah, and that's part of the training that I'm providing to my coaches is if somebody comes to you and they're outside of your scope of practice, you need to refer them to one of our partners before we get started because we care about them um, more so than just signing them up for our program and generating revenue for our business. What ha needs to happen first is that this person is in a position where this will be the best for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course, definitely. I mean, your, your goal in general is to help other people. So if helping them is putting them towards a professional before they come to you, then that's I mean, part of the course, it's the best system, or it's the best, it's the best way of doing it. Let's put it that way. It's the easiest working for it. Yeah, and, and um, I'm a very particular person when it comes to doing things the right way, you know, so to speak. Obviously, even though that's just an opinion of mine, but I sincerely believe that there's no skipping steps in your overall health and wellness. Yeah. 
definitely. Um, something else a little bit later I just wanted to ask your opinion on before um, we finish up. I'm assuming you know boxing. You've seen the YouTube boxing that's been going on for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I assume you've heard about the Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul fight. Yes. Opinion. From a, from a boxing perspective, I would just like to see what someone from a boxing perspective thinks of that you know, matchup. You know, I have, a, I have a mindset that is a little bit different. A lot of people feel like it's a joke and it's a detriment to the sport. And all the young boxers listening to this, think about how important it is for you to build your own brand. Because if you have a big enough brand, if you have a big enough audience, you could fight Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, think about it like that. It, like, it's only creating opportunities. Um, I, when it comes to the matchup as it being an actual fight, I, you know, there, it's not. It's absolutely not. But it brings new eyes to the sport of boxing. And I hope that it brings a new mindset to fighters coming up about learning how to develop a brand and using social media. Because what will end up happening is, is you could probably start your own promotion companies, you know, and promote yourself just like Floyd did in a time where, you know, social media wasn't as prevalent, but now it is like opportunities, sky's the limit. So anybody that feels negatively about this, um, you know, this YouTube boxing thing, man, build your brand and go out there and beat those guys up then if that's the case. Yeah, I say this all the time. I mean, you get people say, because uh, obviously the Pauls are American, but over here in the UK we have KSI. And people are like, well, he's a YouTuber and like he can't be a rapper. He can't, you know, he can't be a boxer. It's like, well, he's had two professional boxing fights. He currently has two top 10 singles in the UK, currently. Like, and the guy has like third highest subscribers ever. He's been doing this for over 10 years. I'm like, his brand is he's the most well-known person in Britain. You can ask anyone KSI and they'll go, I know the name. I know who that is. And like, now you tell that boy he can't go and box. He'll do whatever he wants. He doesn't care. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. And that is the power of building a brand. Um, and like I said, I think people should spend less time being upset about him being a rapper and doing what he wants to do and spend more time building their brand, you know? Um and that, 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 that's my thoughts on on this whole thing and this whole ordeal. The whole YouTube. What about Jake Paul? Because obviously Jake Paul isn't technically classed as a YouTube boxer anymore. Technically, he's a professional boxer. Would you would you assume that as well? He would. Would you class him as a, a professional boxer now? Um, I, I would still consider him to be a you know YouTube influencer boxer kind of thing. And until these guys um, step up and fight, you know, people with their same experience level, um, you know, uh, until I see them in a competitive fight, you know what I mean? And not some cherry picked opponent, um, I'm gonna continue to consider them as a marketing specialist that's using boxing uh, to make a little bit more money. But um, don't get me wrong though, these guys put put the work in and I think in time, if they continue to do this, uh, they will get in there with actual boxers. And I think they'll look good when that time comes. But um, until then, like, this is entertainment. Like, unless, let, unless just be honest, it's entertainment. Yeah, like L- Logan and Floyd isn't even a matchup that should happen. I mean, it's money. And 
I mean, Mayweather is going to absolutely decimate him. I mean, and then you've got Logan Paul, right? His only chance is one big hit. Because he's a big boy, right? Give, I'll give him his due. He's a big lad. But even then, I mean, you have to hit. You need one big hit, and you need to you need to land that on Floyd, and he's going to be in and out and away. Like you're not you're not going to get close enough to hit that big shot. And the truth is, is and a lot of people think that you know just because you're bigger, uh, you land a good shot, you're going to knock him out. You could you could probably hit him as hard he like he could probably land that big shot, and he probably won't knock Mayweather out. You know, like you got you got to recognize that this guy has done this his whole life, and he knows how to he knows what to do. You know, and if you've ever watched his fights and if you've ever seen him hurt and you've ever seen how smart he is when he gets hurt, um, yeah, the, you know, the guy doesn't punch harder than Canelo. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Mayweather beat Canelo when he was tw- in his 20, early 20s. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. yeah, let's like, let's, let's not, yeah, let's not I, speculate. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. I think the problem is just that I, my problem with it is that. I don't. If they were going to make the fight, I don't think Logan Paul should have got the fight. I reckon it should have been KSI. First of all, KSI has the bigger audience in worldwide. It would have been Britain versus America then, which means you would have got more British viewership and more view travelers. KSI is just a bigger name. He said it himself as well, to be fair. And Joe Rogan said it. Like KSI would have been the bigger money fight. He beat Logan Paul, so why why would you not go fight him? And then. Someone made the absolutely ludicrous assumption, like, but KSI could knock him out. No. 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 <laughs> no, no, no. no. It, I, he's I, still not getting knocked out by know. a YouTuber. That, that's a yeah, you know, comment. All this is is that, you know, Floyd is retired from professional fighting, and he wants to continue to use his name to um, make, that bread. make his money. And I'm not mad at him for it. You know what I mean? KSI would be a, bit, would be a bigger payday. And um, maybe that will be, but I mean, if you if you follow uh, Mayweather on on Instagram, you know he's 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 throwing out some names for fights, and Fifty Cent is one of them. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's just, but I mean, it, it it is but, what it is. But people can say what they want about. I mean, you got people saying Mayweather needs some money, blah blah blah. But Mayweather's never stopped training. Like that man, just trains. I think that's all he probably does is just lives in a gym constantly yeah what else what else would he do at this point <laughs> like what else would he do he has no other things he just works out he has nothing else hobby wise i don't think to do other yeah, than no, spend no, money than, and make money other, other than spend his money right That's it. yeah i mean yeah th- this is what this guy has done always forever it's not going to change no exactly exactly well that's awesome right i any final words from yourself? Oh, no, that's it. You know, just, you know, thanks for having me. And uh, if anybody is needing some help or needing somebody to talk to, please come on over to my Instagram and talk to me. Uh, I'm, I'm very responsive in my DMs. Um, yeah, and I'm just happy to, you know, uh, point anybody in the right direction. Well, look, as I say again, I appreciate you coming on the show today. I appreciate you taking the time, sit down and talk to me and spread your message, talk about the mental health side off and what you're doing out there. Um, and yeah, guys, for anyone who does want Cleveland's links will all be in the description below. Um, go check them out as Instagram. I'll put one in there for the website. Go check all that good stuff out. Um, and yeah, I appreciate you coming on today, man. Uh, thank you for having me. No problem. Well, look, guys, that'll do it for this week again. Uh, if you did enjoy the video, go down and hit that like button, hit subscribe, turn the notification bell, honestly, never miss an episode. And we'll be back again next week, another guest. So keep an eye out for that. And yeah, see you next week.
Hello guys, how you doing? It's me, Jack, mate. You've just finished watching probably one of the best videos on YouTube. So why not take a moment to consider subscribing? And if you haven't already, hit the like button and turn the notification bell on. Apparently it helps. I don't know how. It was good to know, wasn't it?